it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Turn it up. Let's go. This is the Rich Eisen Show with guest host Anthony Siciliano. Andrew Siciliano. I have a man crush on one Andrew Siciliano. Hey, hi. Hope you're doing well today. The Rich Eisen Show, live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. You know what? I love you. Go. Thank you. Earlier on the show, NFL Network insider Tom Pelissero. Coming up. Westwood One Sports NFL analyst Ross Tucker. Plus, your phone calls, latest news, and more. And now, sitting in for Rich, it's Andrew Siciliano. Uh, Which would be me, but Rich joined us last hour from London. That was a feat of technology. That was cool. Rich is going to join us from London next week as well as he is sticking over for the Week 6 game live on NFL Network, and don't forget, live on NFL Network and NFL Plus, and uh, plus.nfl.com. Rich on the call Sunday with the great Kurt Warner, Bills Jaguars. In the interim, we thank you for being here, watching on the Roku channel, listening on SiriusXM Odyssey, wherever it is you're joining us for a Friday here before week six. We thank you kindly. My name is Andrew Siciliano. Chris Brockman is here. Jason is here. TJ is here. The whole crew is here. Del Tufo is not. It is Friday. Where do you think he would be at work? Everything ready? No idea. Heck. To the no. Weird car selfies, <laughs> boat. Well, yesterday it was a boat selfie. Oh, right? I don't, do I follow Del Tufo on the socials? Well, you're, uh, oh, you're going to not do. want to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Are we talking on the Instagram here? Del Tufo also, we, we're pretty positive he'll deny this probably until he dies, okay. that he bought followers because he, Shut had, up. he has 60,000 followers now, but every single Come post, he, every single post gets 450 likes. Time out. So is Del, that not on, a bot on or Instagram, what? There is no way. Way on earth, Mike Del Tufo has sixty thousand followers. Oh, he most as definitely. you look him up to hit the follow button, you will notice the number. It's very oh, high. That is absolutely. He has more than Brockman and I combined. Come now, on. if he was here, he would say, "Kiss my ass, YouTube." <laughs> okay. I only have. We'll get to the football. By the way, Commanders. Bears pounded. Bear, other way, Bears pound the Commanders. You know, total bizarro world. Ross Tucker called that game. Washington football legend. He will join us coming up in about fifty. 15 minutes. Um, I have 15,000, 16,000 followers on Instagram. You should follow me, by the way, at Andrew Siciliano. 2,000 followers. Okay, I don't do a lot on Instagram. I'm trying to do more. There's no way Mike Del Tufo has 60,000 followers on Instagram. He does. What does he have on Twitter? He does. Oh, on Twitter? Not very. Maybe okay. 2,000. What does he have on the TikTok? Is he uh, on the TikTok? No, no, he's too so. old for TikTok. Okay. Maybe I could get a follow back from Siciliano. I'm on TikTok, by yeah. the way. You guys should follow me on TikTok. Siciliano on TikTok. I am the reason Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift went viral on TikTok. 
Not really. Look at you. Not really. But if you do the TikTok forensics, I might have had the first big Travis Kelsey Taylor Swift TikTok. It has now like a million views. So you're Ooh. to blame for all it's this. Your fault. Um, there's no one to blame here. <laughs> like, like, will we, will we, the fact that there have been so many think pieces and the fact that the pro football talks and the barstools of the world that everyone just are, are barstool guys are probably doing it. You know, it's all, everything's a giant troll obviously with them and, and they're brilliant with that. Um, the fact that people are doing pieces about how angry other people are about the cutaways, <laughs> That's like, give dumb. it up. Do you, uh, <laughs> so this week on New Heights, you give know, it up. Travis and Jill, uh, Jason were kind of complaining that it's gone a little bit too far, but I kind of agree with or, Stephen or, A. Smith in this sense that Travis kind of started all of this and got it going. He really has no one but himself to blame. Was Travis saying that merely to protect his girlfriend? <laughs> Girl from the slings and arrows. But she's one of the most famous people in the world. She has slings and arrows, whether she was dating a football player or not. Travis Kelsey's mom, Donna. Some argued last year before the Super Bowl that Donna got too much airtime. Said this morning on the Today Show. I was, I was not one of them, by the way. Today. Said this morning on the Today Show that she does not think it's getting too much. Let me just say this on the, I can't believe it's it's another cutaway crowd. Just cut the crap. You don't like Taylor Swift. And that's why you're complaining. You couldn't care less about the cutaways. Did, did, are you going to complain during the World Series when there are too many cutaways of people coming up on the Fox primetime shows? Maybe, but you really don't care. It didn't take away from the game. You didn't miss a play. Just stop it. You don't like Taylor Swift. That's why you're complaining. <laughs> did you complain that there were too many Wolverine cutaways? Did you complain <laughs> there were too many Deadpool cutaways? Did you complain there are too many Sansa Stark cutaways did you no you didn't you complained there were too many taylor swift cutaways because you don't like taylor swift you didn't like all the hype about the concerts this summer and it just built up and the bitterness got worse worse and worse and you let it go she's not the reason the chiefs played a poor game she's not dragging the chiefs down Distraction? it's not a pox on the nfl like give it up look in the mirror it's you to quote Taylor Swift, you're the problem, it's you. The lyric is actually, I'm the problem, it's me. But you're the problem, <laughs> it's you, not her. Let it go. It speaks to your insecurities. It doesn't speak to any problem with the NFL. Period. And those are my thoughts. You don't, you don't okay. buy Michael Lombardi, who uh, said this week that it might be a distraction for Kansas City? How is it a distraction? <laughs> Good Lord. Not my take. Seriously, how is it a distraction? I defy you to give me an example of how. Go ahead, tell me. I'll sit back and watch. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Go, Chris. How is it a distraction? It's not my take, so I'm just re it, relaying it, someone else's take. It is not take. a distraction. Good Lord. Please, what a tired old man take. It's a distraction. You know what's a distraction? You asking me if it's a distraction. I'm, I couldn't care less. Just a slight <laughs> devil's advocate. The, the Chiefs did look pretty bad in the last three quarters is of that game on first, Sunday night. Is it the first time that the Chiefs have, quote-unquote, barely escaped? No, it isn't. It won't be the last. They no, have the, the ultimate time, deodorant. It's the first time they barely escape with the most famous person on the planet prominently okay. at your game. Sample size of one. There you go. Okay. What if they Great. lose to Minnesota this week and she's there? Okay. 
What if they lose to Minnesota? <laughs> it's her fault. The, the Vikings had 11 one-score victories I'm not last saying these year. are my takes. I'm saying they will be takes on Monday if she's there and they lose to the Vikings. But you do have a similar take. You don't believe this is real. so You, you think they're faking it? I think it's a little bit of a PR stunt for her movie. Why but... would the most famous entertainer on earth, not in America, on earth, entertainer, not athlete, most famous entertainer on earth need more fame? It's about having the number one movie in the world. It's about to add two hundred million dollar box sold office out open the day they announced it. Well, great! It's about getting in more theaters and more shows, and it's about more. It's the disease of more. Pat Riley said this forty years ago. I I disagree. It's just me. I, I I just don't think it it matters that much. I certainly know it doesn't matter. It doesn't, from, it doesn't matter. From a football to, it doesn't perspective, matter to it doesn't us. matter. It means For, nothing. Football means nothing yeah. on the field. Yeah, exactly. We agree on that, right? Yeah, of course. Has zero football impact whatsoever. Z- absolutely zero. Zero football impact. And this isn't yeah, like that's it's a the lazy first time. take if somebody says it has a football impact. Like the idea that that Patrick Mahomes threw two un-Patrick Mahomes-like picks last week because he had Taylor Swift in his head. I mean, come on. Let's not insult everyone's collective intelligence. You were saying. I've, uh, oh, it's I, not like it's the first time a celebrity has dated an athlete, too. I mean, no. But it, look, it's it really is. It's kind of, I can understand if you're annoyed by it, right? But I also kind of look back and I find it funny because you watch videos of women playing tricks on their spouses and saying that, like, now she's making this football player like relevant and the guys so, are some of those social media videos are totally staged <laughs> we agree on that as well staged. yes some of them are real though too like there are literally women i think who think that she made travis kelsey a household name Wait, adam schefter tweeted out put him, a, put him on the map does that affect football <laughs> it doesn't affect football mm-hmm. the the celebrity and athlete relationship thing is not is not new oh, obviously back forever go back to like bob waterfield and jane russell in the 40s Marilyn i mean, Monroe I mean and dimaggio could you Marilyn imagine Monroe and DiMaggio. social media would be saying right now if that happened in this say how the yankees do that can here? you imagine if cell phones existed back then yeah right joe dimaggio even back then couldn't go outside no he couldn't go outside can you imagine if cell phones existed back then so it isn't in any way affecting them on the field. Like, I, I, it, I absolutely refuse to accept that. Um, the timeline on this, though, is interesting. Like I was joking before about the TikTok thing, um, and, and without patting myself on the back, I, I am the first person, I was the first person to really put Travis Kelsey's feet to the fire about this. And it didn't happen a few weeks ago. It actually happened on August 2nd. Remember, He had gone on the New Heights podcast with his brother Jason only a couple of days earlier and told the story about how he, when she came to Arrowhead, tried to get a friendship bracelet with his phone number to her and got rebuffed. He never got close to her. The whole thing never happened. I had him on NFL Network. We sat down after practice during training camp, me and Michael Robinson. And I said, did you really do that? And he said, I I said what I said and I meant what I said when I said it. I said, (laughs) okay, fine. But... Has she responded? Because you didn't get the bracelet to her. Has she, since since you mentioned it on the podcast, reached out? And he, I'm, uh, for those listening on the radio, I'm using my phone now as a fake microphone. I asked the question. He asked me to repeat it, meaning I need to think of an answer, right? That old, what? Like, I heard you, but I need to think of my answer, so I asked you to repeat it again. <laughs> and then he, he looked at the camera and went, and that's all for this interview on NFL Network from Chiefs Training Camp. 
Very and then Michael Robinson said, you shot your shot, huh? <laughs> you shot your shot. And then M-Rob said, he didn't say no. Right? Sure. And I posted that video on August 2nd on my Twitter. NFL Network posted it as well. I tagged, tra- uh, tagged Travis Kelsey and, uh, and, and Taylor Swift in it. Nobody picked up on it. Nobody picked up on it. Then the rumors started percolating after week one, around week one, and I reposted it, and the thing took off. It got a million views on TikTok. Um, it went around the world. I, I'm not the reason they dated. Andy Reid set them up, obviously. You heard him say that tongue-in-cheek <laughs> two weeks ago. It's just fascinating how that thing really kind of flew under the radar unless you were in the Swifty online detective world on the internet which that world if you want to go to a crazy place in life you want to go down a rabbit hole get on the taylor swift the swifty online detective like where she is and who she's hanging out with and and did you hear that her friend unfollowed this person that is a i got a 16 year old niece okay that is a different world (laughs) woof um but then it took off and you know what i'm happy for that I am happy for them, Chris. Why do you have to be so cynical about true love? That's I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not that person. I just live in reality. That's <laughs> 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 cynical. <laughs> All right, let's talk about week six of the national. No, it's week five. Week, week five. Myself. Week, week five. Week five, week five of the National Football Next League, which week. opened last night with the Bears of Chicago winless, heading into Washington, and just as Rick said, it curb stomping the Washington. Commanders. It is a week-to-week league, as Rich said, um, and it is amazing. As we said when we opened the show a couple of hours ago, how we sat here yesterday, speaking of a possible Matt Eberflus dismissal, I told you it wasn't going to happen. I told you the Bears don't have a replacement on staff. I told you they'd never do it midseason, but at least you could think about it down the road if they lose and lose badly here. It didn't happen, right? Now you have a, what do we do with Justin Fields? He's played lights out the last two weeks, right? What if we do have the first overall pick? It's a long way to get to that, but there's a Justin Fields conversation to be had today after another great performance. Hats off to the kid. I like him. I want him to do well. But how tables turn, it turns back now to the commanders. You were a Ron Rivera two-point conversion away from entering this game 3-1 and one and riding high, clearly the third team of the NFC East, clearly. But what if the Rams beat the Eagles this weekend? What if the Niners beat the Cowboys this weekend? You could have sat on the couch on Sunday and then woken up Monday morning looking at first in the NFC East. Not really you lost to the Eagles, but at least two with the same record think about it and now you're sitting here at two and three and people are wondering ron why is the home team did you come out so flat against a team that was seemingly so emotionally defeated how did that happen and if you're the new owner josh harris you're asking the same question We could only ride this Dan Snyder has exited stage left momentum so long. Had a sellout last night. The alumni back in town and loving it. Magic Johnson on the pregame show and then tweeting afterwards, we came out with no energy. It showed. So now, what 
For the commanders, Ron Rivera said this morning there are no imminent changes. He said that on his day after presser. For all of you who thought Jack Del Rio should be out after the way that defense and that front four uh, got, got nothing. Nothing yesterday. Nothing. No pressure on Justin Fields for the most part. A report this morning as well, Jamal Adams will not be disciplined for um, losing his mind at the unaffiliated neurological tra- uh, trauma consultant, right? The third-party doc whose job it is to say you're in and out with a concussion on Monday night. There's no way, this is my opinion, this is me as a league employee, I'll preface it that way, no way you could reasonably punish Jamal Adams for that. If he is concussed, he therefore has a brain injury by definition, okay? Facts. And he is not in total control of his faculties, and his emotions, he cannot be penalized. Even if, yeah, it's a bad look, he cannot be penalized for reacting the way he did. He did not lay hands on the guy. He clearly was angry. He's not the first concussed player to say, I'm fine, keep me in the game. It's a bad look, and I hope Jamal's okay, and I feel his frustration. Like, when he got kneed in the head by a scrambling Daniel Jones nine plays into his first game after missing 24 out of 25... I was like, oh, man, I feel bad. feel bad for Jamal. Tough. I I get his frustration, but you cannot in any way penalize him for that. Okay. What else do we have coming up? Other news here. What? Huh? Break. Ross Tucker. You want a break? Coming up in five minutes. Okay. Ross Tucker. Let's do it. Few people have played Washington football like Ross Tucker. I'm kidding. He had a cup of coffee there (laughs) on his journey around the NFL. But we love Ross Tucker. He called the game last night on the Westwood One Radio Network. How was the food at FedEx? He'll tell you next. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests were is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed hey folks it's time for the nfl draft which means for me I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, I'm just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased 
in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. So I played 11 years. Yes, you did. They've been to the Super Bowl nine times. Damn. And I didn't get there once. Right. Think about that. Right. And I was one pick away from being drafted by the Patriots. What happened? The Chargers drafted no, me. I know that. <laughs> no, 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 no. But I know that's what happened. They didn't. They didn't. But so come I, up, they didn't come up and come get you. So or? I went to. Uh, so I went on a visit to the Patriots, and that's when Charlie Weiss was the offense coordinator. Mm-hmm. And I go to Boston, and I, I really like to visit. I like Charlie. I love Charlie Weiss. Did you meet with Bill? I did meet with Bill. You know, we sat in his office right above the stadium, right there where you're looking out at the stadium. And we really just sat there. We really didn't talk about much. We just looked at each other. You know? What do you mean? So, what do you mean you just looked at each other? Kinda, like just kind of staring like in each other's eyes, you know, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying it was awkward? No, I mean, I just, you know, you know how Bill is. He just, there's only a few things he probably wants to know about you. And I, I guess he was trying to get a sense of, you know, was I passionate about football? As most coaches coaches do, you right. want to invest a first round pick on a guy. You want to make sure they're passionate. Do you think they would have chosen you if you were available? Well, they said they were going to cho- choose me. Charlie Wise promised me if I was there at six because they needed a running back. They needed a running back bad that year, and so uh, yeah, when the Chargers drafted me, I think they took Richard Seymour. Richard Seymour. Pick. Yep. Yeah. Well, I mean, worked they, out. They, 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 they worked, worked out there. there. They worked out. Yeah. Worked out. <laughs> Have you ever brought up to Brady when you've seen him? Like, no, I, never brought it up. You but could have I, been Robin, his Batman. I, I, always, <laughs> I always thought about, you know, what, what would that be like? With I'll all due respect to right Antoine now. Smith. All due respect. Yeah, I know, right? To Antoine yeah, Smith. Yeah, I know. It would have been a little different. A little yeah. different. No way. Yeah. I'm kind of getting freaked out. Right <laughs> So, Andrew, sitting in for Rich. Hi, I'm, I'm Andrew here. Um, we're watching here on the Roku channel these old clips. That's LaDainian Tomlinson, our good friend, the Hall of Famer, um, at the Super Bowl in Atlanta. When I see someone wearing a scarf indoors, I always want to ask the question, is that for comfort or for warmth? Fashion. Is, is it fashion or for yeah. warmth? Was it cold that day? Studio always tends to be cold. I mean, late January, Atlanta, yeah, Super like, Bowl. Could have yeah. been chilly. You, I don't know. You so often see players go to the podium with, like, Stocking caps, like winter caps, yeah. right? Scullies, yeah. And, uh, scullies, thank you, TJ. Uh, I'm 49 and white. Um, didn't know the word. <laughs> and, and you say, are you actually cold? Because sometimes those guys, sometimes guys wear them in the summer, and you're like, you can't actually be cold. Okay. Fashion, baby. These are things that bother me. <laughs> uh, well, as Andrew, we, as you we, know, studios. All, that's why normally we always, always have coats or hoodies right. on here because yeah. it but does. Freezing. Always, I get that. Cold in here. Sometimes guys in locker rooms wear them. Though. You're like, what, what's going on? Anyway, I digress. Uh, this is the Rich Eisen Show, and this is the Rich Eisen Show desk. It is furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call or click Granger.com or just stop by. Today was one of the days where if you didn't watch the game like Rich, because he's in London with the time change, you wake up and you look at the score and go, what in the heck happened last night? Ross Tucker was there calling the game on Westwood One with Ian Eagle. He joins us now live on the phone, home in Pennsylvania, or on the visual thing, whatever the, the thing you're on, Ross. 
Good day to you. <laughs> what the hell happened last night? Uh, well, first of all, Andrew, I'm actually in West Point, New York. Oh, I'm that's calling, right. You got another game. Yeah, I'm calling Boston College. At, um, and the only reason why I'm telling you that is because I don't think this background really looks like my house. I can't <laughs> tell, man. You're like in a tiny little box. I can't. Are you in a hotel? Where is that? What is that? I'm, I'm at I'm at the Fair Hotel, which is on the campus what, what of the United number? States Rock, you Military give that out Academy. Yeah. Can't give you the room okay. number. This isn't Kingpin, and I'm not Bill Murray, <laughs> so I can't give you the uh, the room number. But no, um, yeah, I, 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 I mean, nobody cares. But I literally drove four hours from DC up to West Point last night and slept for a couple hours and ready to go do it again tomorrow. It should be awesome. But you know what's funny, Andrew, about last night's game? I said this before the game started. Right, both these teams had devastating losses last Sunday. Day. And it seems like there's really only two ways that you come back from that, right? You, you either the next game, it's like you're sluggish, you, you still have a hangover from that devastating defeat, or you're kind of mad and fired up and you want to get that taste out of your mouth and you come out flying around. Well, it was very clear, I thought right from the jump, that the Chicago Bears. They were ready to go. They were angry about what happened against the Broncos, and they came out on fire. Meanwhile, the Commanders, I mean, Dead they, they were arrival. sleepwalking like the whole first half. So there's two ways you can go, and one team went one way, the other went the other way, and that's why it was 27-3 or whatever it was at halftime. I get it. Normally, though, normally the home team there has the edge. And as devastating as the command, as devastated as they were, I'm not suggesting they took the Eagles' loss as a moral victory. I, I generally got a good vibe from the people in Washington this past week, right? Like, hey, yeah, we could be three and one, but like, we know we got it, right? Maybe that's more of a fan base than a than an Ashburn feeling. I was just stunned at how dead they were, Ross. I mean, those were like. 10-mile stares on the faces of Sam Howell and Chase Young in the first half as if they didn't want to be there. Well, and guys were wide open. And I can tell you, too, Andrew, from having played there twice, and I, I've done at least one primetime game there, I don't know, the last eight years, 10 years, that was the most Commanders fans, Washington football fans, whatever, that I've seen at that stadium since, like, RG3. I mean, they were, they're excited about the new ownership. They're excited about this team. They're, they're pumped that they feel like they might have a quarterback. They've got a new owner. And the team just totally took the wind out of their sails last night with the way they played. Look, there's no way around it. it it's a real bad look for Ron Rivera that his team came out as flat and as unprepared as they did. And conversely, Andrew, Alt, there was talk this week that the Bears might fire mm -hmm. Eberflus if he lost the game and his team came out and played like a team that likes their coach and doesn't want him to get fired. And let's not forget, um, you've called games there. You, you are also uh, in, in another life, um, a Washington football legend with six games, six. Am I getting that right? In that <laughs> uniform. Uh, yeah, I think I was, I think I dressed for four my rookie year and then Maybe six my second year, something like that. Pro, yeah. fo pro football reference here, man. I'm just going with what I'm seeing here. Regardless, um, you have some great Steve Spurrier stories, which we, we've shared off the air as well. Maybe that's for another show. Um, flip to the Bears here. What do you make of their dilemma 
And I say dilemma because Carolina is still winless and the Bears are still not good and they still will have, we think, plenty of draft capital in the top five. Their dilemma with Justin Fields because the guy from the last two weeks is the guy that they hoped they were drafting. But they don't get that guy for a myriad of reasons every week. Well, but they have gotten that guy the last two weeks, Correct. right? And that's the most recent sample size. You know, I, I know we want to talk about these things now, and we should. They played last night. I totally get it. But the beauty of this is it's going to declare itself. Yep. And what I would argue, Andrew, is if at the end of the year it still hasn't declared itself one way or the other, then it has. You know what I mean? Like, if at the end of this mm-hmm. year you're not saying Fields is the guy – we want him moving forward, maybe even give him a contract extension, then they probably will strongly consider drafting someone again. I would just say this, with the way he's played the last two games and with the physical ability that he possesses, and by all accounts, he's a very smart young man, I guess I just don't understand. I mean, if he keeps playing even close to this, I think it's tough to move on from that because how do you know what if you move on that you're not getting Zach Wilson? Or you're not getting Trey Lance, or you're not getting you know somebody that's that's worse than Justin Fields. So if he plays, you know, like the way he played the last couple games, I think you feel good about that, and you build on it, and you use your pick and use Carolina's pick on making the team better around him, like they did with DJ Moore, who, by the way, made a gigantic difference last night. Obviously, do you think he was in on that on that would be fourth touchdown? Did you get a view on the sideline from where you were? No, and I don't really understand that. Now, we didn't see him go out of bounds at all, and I'm more focused on the field than I am the monitors uh, just because of the setup there, and you've been there. Um, you know, FedEx Field, you're kind of in the corner, and I never saw him go out of bounds. Um, you know, the officials are right there, so typically on stuff like that, I give those guys the benefit of the doubt. I guess I'm a little surprised. I'm not sure – you know, how it works, Andrew, or what happened in the game. Did you guys at home, did you ever get a really good or definitive no. angle? So, it's like I saw him running down the sideline, but I never saw the white of the right. sideline. We never saw that down-the-line sideline angle. Um, we, ne- we never did. And and from the TV, from, from the normal angle that you see on TV, the DB is coming over, and the DB is blocking your standard view when when DJ runs by, we never got the angle and the conspiracy theorists online were saying, well, they don't want to show you the angle because they don't want to prove that it was an inadvertent whistle and prove that he really never stepped out of bounds. Kind of like Amari Cooper a couple of weeks ago against the Titans. He clearly was in bounds. They blew the whistle. They had the angle. Everyone and their uncle Gene Steratore can pipe in and say awful call that last night they were trying to avoid that. I do not subscribe to that. I don't think the that the, the craziness goes that far, the cover-up goes that far. The official said that he was out of bounds. So be it. But DJ you know thought think, he was clearly in bounds. Yeah, you know what I think is crazy? That I, I don't know how much the TV guys, uh, Alan Kirk, talked about this. I'm really surprised at the end of the game, when it's 30-20, to 20, that on third and two, that the Bears threw the ball. I mean, first of all, that they threw it. And then secondly... Fuller had great coverage he on DJ it. Moore. Yeah. I mean, Andrew, that he was close it. to a pick six. That I know. was like three inches from a pick six. Like, I, I, I couldn't believe they threw it, and I couldn't believe Fields tried to make that throw. 
And then, you know, DJ Moore ends up going all the way down for a touchdown and he's got the huge night for fantasy and setting Bears records. But I mean, that was a gutsy call by Getsy, and I would argue a reckless throw by Fields to even attempt that in that situation with Fuller sitting on that route. Well, think of the disaster that's possible there, Ross. You said it could have been a pick six. Justin has a little bit of a long delivery. Okay, he also kind of stared it down even with a quick drop. I mean, that that had all the makings of a if it does go back pick six. Here's why we don't like Justin Fields, right? Yeah, he, he stares yes. the guy down. The ball doesn't come out nearly as quickly, whether whether mentally or physically as it should come out. And then, bam, it's a different ball game. But no, DJ Moore caught it. Went through Fuller's hands. DJ Moore can high step those last 10 yards. And then everyone is happy here today in Chicago. Um, I know you always rate, and you, for those who don't follow Ross on social media, you should. The press box food. Ross, we also know, and we're being kind here. It's not a secret. They need a new stadium, that that is the worst venue in the NFL right now. How was the FedEx press box food, Ross? Well, this is really. Oh, no, he froze. Oh, no. Oh no, we Fox froze. Oh, no. a reflection. Oh, we're back. Okay, good. We lost you there for oh, a second. There's yeah. no question. It's a it's a reflection on the organization and ownership. Mm-hmm. And FedEx Field was definitely the worst in the league. Um, and I am happy to report significant upgrades. Oh wow, significant upgrades. I liked the Caesar salad. It was fresh cut fruit. Okay. I liked the chicken parm. It was grilled chicken parm, which was delicious. They even have like a side um, ice cream container. Interesting. With little pints of vanilla and chocolate ice oh, cream. Wow. They had a candy table. I, I just, wow. it, it really bodes well for the commander's organization moving forward. The upgrades they've made in the press box food, press box dining category. Oh, and by the way, I think Sam Howell's a good quarterback, too. Yeah, too. I thought Sam Howell is a good quarterback as well. Thought it before last night. Put up 388 yards, many of them in the second half. Many of them trying to rally his team back when they threw the ball 55 consecutive times. And um, <laughs> literally 55 consecutive times or 55 straight dropbacks. There were there were plenty of sacks in there as well. And I want people to understand that, Ross, you are grateful for the free food. You realize that, and we realize that as media members, we have the greatest job on earth to go to football games and get free food. You, however, have made it your calling to rate and to share the free food with everyone around America, as you always say, as I always say, rather. Listen, we are working hard for you, and we want to pull back the curtain so that fans can see what your life is like and what our lives are like. Yeah. And I'm very clear about this. I'm never criticizing. I'm evaluating. There's a very big difference. I take my job as the world's foremost expert on NFL and college football press box food spreads very seriously. (laughs) And so I'm never, I'm never criticizing. I'm never, I'm just evaluating. It's like, I'm calling the game. I'm calling it mm-hmm. the way I see it with the press box food. And I think my my favorite, not meal overall, but my favorite press box food item or experience is U.S. Bank Stadium in Minneapolis, where they often have at halftime a s'mores station. Whoa. They have the fire or the butane and everything, and then they have the chocolate and the graham cracker and the marshmallow, and you make it a s'mores station at halftime. Ross, what is your favorite? Uh, the, my favorite single item, well, there's two halftime items I love. When I'm at Green Bay, 
I have two brats in seven minutes. Not many mere mortals can do that. <laughs> That's impressive. Um, and then well when done. I'm in Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay has Bananas Foster. Ooh. And I was there for the playoff game, Brady against Matthew Stafford a couple years ago. And I think members of the media are only supposed to have one Bananas Foster at halftime, one serving. When I went up the second time, the guy kind of gave me a look. When I went up the third time, he looked at me real weird. When I went up the fourth time, he just totally gave up and didn't say anything whatsoever. I don't think anybody's ever done that before, but I didn't see any signs. You know, if you're not going to tell me that it's only one, I, I'm a rule follower. I, I've heard you're only supposed to get one, but nobody told me that. I had four Bananas Fosters. At halftime, before Brady had that wow. comeback, it was delicious. That's, it's one of the reasons Brady was able to make that comeback. He obviously <laughs> had the Banana Foster's ener energy from you upstairs. Before we let you go, um, real quick, there are other games here, Week 5. I, I brought you on by saying Pennsylvania guy. Uh, the Eagles are here in L.A. Obviously, plenty of Eagles fans will be at SoFi Stadium to see, as you and I are talking here, Sean McVay announces Cooper Cup on the field. Cooper Cup will be on the field and active for the Rams in his first action of 2020 um, or 2023, I beg your pardon. Um, Joe Nopum, probably not. Uh, don't know, rather. And Joe Nopum, Alaric Jackson, probably not at left tackle. Anyway, uh, Eagles, Rams, Ross, your thoughts? Well, that's huge that they're going to have Cooper Cup. Yeah. Because you can argue the most influx position right now for the Eagles is the nickel corner, right? They they lost Devontae Maddox for the season. They signed Bradley Roby this week. They've been putting Bradbury in there a little bit. So whether it's Tutu Atwell or Puka Nakua or Cooper Cup, they're going to attack whoever the Eagles have playing nickel corner. I mean, that's going to be the hot spot. Uh, the other thing it's funny, Andrew, and you'll appreciate this. I am so impressed by the Rams coaching yeah. staff. I asked 10 people this week, 10, if they could name a single defensive player for the Rams other than Aaron Donald, 0 for 10. Not one person I talk to Ross. can name a defensive player for the Rams other than Aaron Donald, and yet their defense is playing their you-know-what's-all. It's funny you say that, because for those who don't know, and I, I don't know why anybody would know, but many, many years ago, Ross and I had a preseason together. Um, I've done the Rams for 13 years. During the summer, Ross was in our booth, and he was great, obviously, back in St. Louis one year years ago i did the same thing this summer ross i would give people the second i would say i'll give you aaron donald and ernest jones because i think he's a good player ascending player young player middle linebacker i will give you those two now name somebody else nobody could name another player kobe durant i think some people should name right john johnson the third is back but he's never getting on the field I mean, he's, he's basically he's not a healthy scratch, but he's out there. He's really only playing teams, and that defense has played well. I, I think the big thing here, and I want to clarify, uh, Joe Noteboom is out. Alaric Jackson should play at left tackle. My big thing is, can the Eagles just run it down their throats? And, you well, know, do they just kill them know, in the run game? Well, what's so interesting is, you know, there's a lot of consternation in Philadelphia because they don't look quite as good as they did last year when they were rolling people. I mean, they're still 4-0. I mean, they're, they're one of two undefeated teams. But last year, it seemed like they had the run game and the pass game going almost every game, Andrew. This year, it's like if the defense takes away the run, then like last week, then they can throw it. If the defense takes away the pass, then the, they will run it down your throat. But they haven't really gotten both clicking 
at the same time. Um, I'm also really curious to see that the Eagles defensive line, uh, the depth they have, although it sounds like Fletcher Cox might not play, the depth they have is really, really impressive. You know, imagine this, Andrew. Imagine every game you play, every time you take the field, you know at the start of the game you have the better O-line and D-line. That That's the Eagles in pretty much every game they play. It's like they start every game on third base. You know that expression? Mm-hmm. That's the way That's the way it is in pro football if you have the better O-line and D-line. And a lot of times, it's the much better O-line and D-line. And usually over the course of four quarters, that plays itself out. Yeah. Uh, Rams O-line has gone through a lot of shuffling in the offseason and has to have and had to shuffle again when uh, on Monday night in Cincinnati, they lost Alaric Jackson. They didn't move Joe Nopum to left tackle. They did put Nopum finally at left tackle last week against Indianapolis and had some success. But that was the biggest issue for them last year. They couldn't keep Matthew Stafford upright. And they had 12 different O-line combinations the first 12 weeks of last year, all because of injuries. And they had firmly believed all summer that if they could find the right combination, lock it in and keep Stafford upright, that the offense would be okay. And for the most part, they have been validated um, through four weeks. Um, The record's two and two. It is what it is. This one is huge, certainly, for the Rams. Ross Tucker have a great call in West Point. That's kind of cool. Yeah, I love it. I love it here. I mean, uh, the parachute jumpers, the helicopters when they come out of the tunnel, and they got a Power 5 team here. Boston College, Army, noon tomorrow. CBS Sports Network should be fun. All right, we'll be watching. Have a great weekend. Thanks, Ross, as always, sir. You too. All right. The great Ross Tucker, everybody, who can truly do anything he wants. Like, I I mean it. He's one of those guys that could wear any hat. Like, I could throw out there, hey, Ross, um, compare Backstreet Boys and NSYNC, and bam, he'd give you an hour on it. Like, (laughs) anything. He, he just is one of those guys who's got the gift to gab, played the game at the highest level. Obviously, um, yes, I mentioned Steve Spurrier stories. He has some funny ones there. He played with the uh, formerly named Washington football team way back in the day. And he's on the call here for uh, CBS Online. Not online. I'm sorry. CBS Sports Network coming up this weekend. Uh, can I tell you about game time? Can we do that? Let's do game right, time. Because we're all going to games this weekend. Time. Friends, I bet you've had frustrating ticket experiences. Brockman and I are having one this week. We're in one right now. Yep. (laughs) Maybe you weren't sure the seats were good when you were trying to buy them online. Last minute, you weren't sure, is this a good deal? Am I going to get the tickets after I buy them? Well, you're probably not using GameTime. Go get the GameTime app. It's in the App Store. Go download it, whatever phone you use. Get the GameTime app. Browse through it, right? Check out what's in your neighborhood, what's in your city, concerts, games, theater, whatever it is. And I guarantee you, this is the app for you. It's going to be easy to use. You're going to get your tickets. It takes the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time. Go get the app, create the account, and then use a promo code I have for you. You ready? It's on the screen. It's it's rich. It's promo code rich, R-I-C-H. And if you use that promo code rich, you get $20 off your first purchase. Restrictions do apply. Visit GameTime.co for terms. But again, download the app, GameTime app, ticketing app, create the account, put in Rich, R-I-C-H, you get $20 off that first buy. GameTime, download it today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Final thoughts on Week 5, and we haven't even mentioned the college football. That's next. 
Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What's great, man, are these, you know, we do a lot of NFL, NBA shows on Family Feud for celebrity. Right. It's great, man, when regular people discover that celebrities don't know nothing. <laughs> they don't. You think because a person is famous, they know more. They actually know less. Yeah. <laughs> they know less than anybody else because they're exposed to less. Rich people don't know how much milk costs. You get out of touch, man. And when they come on Celebrity Family Feud, you find out how out of touch they are. They don't know anything, man. Like, one of the questions for the NFL team was, yeah. and we were asking a guy running back for the Packers, uh, can't think of his name, but the question was, complete the sentence. Strip, and you spoke, you know, like strip mall, strip, strip poker. Strip sack. Strip sack. Yeah. I said, name, complete the word strip. He said, purr. <laughs> strip purr. I went, hold on, man. I quit breathing. <laughs> How is that your point of reference to complete the word strip? Purr. P-E-R. And that was it. I was done. That was one of my great moments. And he, again, you just walk away. And you just, you realize it in the moment, like, okay, this is it, and I'm going to let this thing go. Hey, after the I show, he asked me, he said, Steve, is there any way we could edit that out? <laughs> I said, sir, we're not editing that out. Matter of fact, we're going to embellish it. <laughs> You're going to say purr so loud. <laughs> purr. I don't know if this is good for the radio audience, but I constantly keep referencing video only Roku channel only segments. When we come back in, they just played something there with the great Steve Harvey. Yeah, so you can look those up. They're all archived. They're on all, our YouTube. Okay, channel. They're all on YouTube on yeah. the, on the rich Eisen, Rich Eisen show YouTube show. Yeah. channel. Uh, Steve Harvey, that guy's a trip. I, I once sat Browns fan. 
I didn't know that. Really? Yeah, yeah. Big Browns fan. I did not know. That. I I did I, not know I that. So know is Adele that. now. You know that? Adele? Yeah, because yeah. of her Rich the guy Paul. she's dating. Oh, Rich yeah. Paul. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. The guy she's dating. I put it that way. <laughs> There's another Rich Paul story I have for you, real quick. Um, but Steve Harvey, I was sitting across the aisle from him once on a flight, and he had an assistant. I don't know, like a his his buddy, his assistant. Let's say next to him. Sure. Who? was dressed exactly the same, like had like the big, like look like they just pulled him off the set of Harlem Nights. Both of the two, right? <laughs> with, with the suit and the hat and the like, is that like, how many people have their assistant <laughs> right, dress like, like dress exactly like you? It's like they were a comedy act. Great. Another, oh, I didn't, you ever been to the moment where you have a conversation with someone and you have no idea who it is? Sure. Okay. But you're like, hey man, good to see you. Right. So, um, there he is. A couple of years ago, <laughs> I'm at a par- <laughs> couple of years ago, I'm at a party and uh, I walk in and I uh, see my friend Mina Kimes across the hall. Super Bowl event. What, it was a Super Bowl event, right? Shindig, yeah. Okay. okay. Mina and I work together on, on our Rams broadcast. Great she's friend. The best. Congratulations. She's the best. So happy she, for her with the new addition. Just, just had her yes. baby. Yeah. So, um, she's talking to somebody. Uh, we make contact, eye contact. I come over here. So I go over and, and like the three of us are talking me, Mina and this, this other guy. Talk for like 10 minutes. And uh, at one point, someone comes to talk to this other guy. And so he kind of turns his back to us to, to have this other quick conversation. And I go, hey, who's that? I said, who? Oh. I said, who? No, LeBron. LeBron Rich Paul. And it's a loud party. And I'm deaf. And I don't know the NBA. Don't make an ear joke. And I, <laughs> so she finally turns away, like, like, so she talk over my shoulder. I'm like, it's Rich Paul. I'm like, oh, oh, God. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Had <laughs> yeah, no idea. Yeah, he's very, <laughs> had no idea. He's doing well. Hey, doing, real, quick, real quick, Andrew, a few minutes left. Let's go to Jimmy in San Antonio. Okay. Jimmy in San Antonio. One, Hello. Jimmy. You're on the Rich Eisen estás? show. ¿Qué pasó, hermano? Hey, Everything hey, is good. Muchacha. Hey, Andrew. It's nice to meet you, man. You're Likewise. doing well. Thank you, sir. I thought you were from New York just because of your hair, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, the hair and the, and the vowel, the end of my name. Yep, and I'm angry. All right, well, before I get to Mr. Buckmas, uh, Brockman, I had a bad beat yesterday. Oh, Plus man. 625, three-team parlay. I hit the first two. Did you hedge? I got a, high, I got a five spot on it. No. I bet the commanders, the news comes across about Mr. Butkus dying, and I said, well, that's be- a loss. Your bet's toast, yeah. That's the way yeah, it goes. As soon as that came across, I was like, no way the Bears are losing. Yikes. Sorry, the buddy. dude is such a legend that I'm a lifelong Cowboys fan, and I know TJ respects Dick Butkus as much as I do. Of course. He's a legend league, in the game. League-wide, right? Who has a bad thing to say about Dick Butkus except right. the people that he put on their ass? I mean, <laughs> what a legend. It sucks. Um, I don't know. Just bummed out because – you know, what, didn't he have his Hall of Fame deal every year or something like that? Uh, he he is uh, one of the Pied Pipers of the Hall of Fame. He was. He, he is is truly not the guy you saw on the field. He he could be cantankerous and and he could be a grumpy old man sometimes. But man, he had a huge heart and he was funny as all heck. And and he had that whole second life out here as an actor. Um, and he loved his Bears, man. And and yeah, the Hall of Fame. Jimmy, every year when you go back to Canton, and I'm very fortunate 
very yeah. fortunate riches as well to to be there riches there every year on their most um there are guys that weren't that that aren't there right because every year you're there and you're like who's not going to be here next year and not oh, not to be morbid so is gonna be it's it oh, just I yeah there's you. there's no dick butkus next year it, it is yeah. and jimmy thanks for the phone call it is it is going to be yeah. different mr no, brown no, no, no jim brown no too. jim brown and, and right those are two we guys lost. you thought would never die they'd live forever jim brown also one of my favorite people um yeah, it was it was tough this year without Jim Brown. In our final two minutes, some quick injury updates here. Kenny Pickett's not on the injury report, so he is good to go for the Steelers against the Ravens. Uh, Lamar Jackson also good to go. Believe it or not, you know Lamar's missed the last three of these Steelers right. Ravens. Yep. He's missed the last three. Believe no, no, no. I take it back. He's only played in three in his career. Yeah, he's missed a lot of these games, which is five, which is not. I think he's missed five. Yeah. Cooper Cup is going to play. As mentioned, Sean McVay says Cooper Cup is up, and he is good. As for the Bills and the Jaguars, which is the NFL Network game, the Rich game with Kurt Warner, uh, Von Miller seems to be good to go. Here's what he said this morning. Sean just said you're still kind of a day-to-day situation. Uh, I think it's uh, I think it's like 94.5%. By 94.5% that yeah. you will be able to play on Sunday? Uh... Yeah, I think so. I think I think that's a safe bit. Um, it's been a it's been a long road, um, long road to recovery. Um, had uh, two really good practices. Had a really good practice today. You know, I think it's a safe bet that I that I'll be out there for sure. All right, because you know that guy was talking. Jimmy was talking about his parlay. We'll say Von Miller <laughs> says it is a safe bet that he is playing this week. Saquon Barkley, although, is a questionable. For the Giants, I, I actually kind of think the Giants make this game interesting. Mm, Dolphins' defense is bad. Brian Dayball lights a fire under their collective behinds. Regardless, Brockman and Jason and TJ, Great job, I Andrew. thank you all kindly. Uh, watch well NFL done. Game Day Preview on the free NFL Fast channel coming up on Sunday, noon Eastern. That is the next time I will be speaking into a microphone. And then next Monday, I am back here. Yeah, yes, buddy. you put up with me again. Let's go. Rich will be here, however, as well on Monday from London. The beauty of technology. Um, as Hacksaw would say, you have a great sports weekend. And we'll see you on Monday. Oh.